How's it going, everybody? This is the Nitty Gritty. My name is Chad. With me is Leonard, and this is a show about wrestling. And this week, we decided to do one of our favorite new segments, which is called Unstable Stables. So basically, here's how that works. We take a stable, and we take all of the members of that stable, and Leonard and I alternate by drafting those members to our own team and from there we will assemble fantasy matches with the members of each of our teams to decide whose team is the best team i will make sure these directions are on display for you but uh it is always a lot of fun and last time we did this we did the nwo part one which was all the nwo members up to the point where the nwo split and the wolf pack was created so none of the original members of the nwo or any of the members in that original run will be a part of our list today this is nwo part two so all the members that were newly joined once the wolf pack was created in the nwo black and white and the nwo hollywood and the wwe version of nwo those are all the members that will be included here and we're going to have a lot of fun Leonard, do you have anything to add well, it's, uh, I will let everyone know the pool that we're drafting from. So it's 12 active wrestlers and five valets, including associate members. And in the rough order that they joined, it's Lex Luger, Sting, Stevie Ray, Horace Hogan, Disco Inferno, David Flair, Bret Hart, Jeff Jarrett, Ron Harris, Don Harris, Booker T, and Shawn Michaels, your valets being Tori Wilson, Madeja, Tylene Buck, April Hunter, and Pamela Paulshock. And when you're drafting someone, you're drafting them as they appeared in the NWO. So, for example, Hulk Hogan, who's not part of this, you would be getting Hollywood Hogan. You would be getting WWF champion Hogan or AWA Hogan. Right. So, especially here with some of these guys that we can talk about as we get into it, keeping in mind that you're getting the NWO version is very important here. Absolutely. And I will also mention that I'm just getting over a cold. So, viewers and listeners, if I sound a little stuffy, that's that's the reason why well we thank you for powering through with us leonard uh this yeah. should be a, a lot of fun and if my notes are correct i get the first draft pick and you, you get do. the first placement of matches when we get to that point yes and i'll explain the five match card that we're doing once we get to that point uh but yes i went first last time so you go first this time all right and it should be noted that leonard and i are one to one on the unstable stable so far we've, oh, yeah. we've done the four horsemen we've done the nwo part one and leonard won the last time so here we go my first pick is sean michaels i would have put any amount of money that you were going to go with sean michaels as your first <laughs> pick so i'm going to go with sting my next pick is going to be brett hart all right then I get the guy that I thought you might take, but I really wanted. I'm going to take Booker T. I'm picking Lex Luger for my third pick. All right. I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to say arguably the best worker on the board this moment. I'm going to go Jeff Jarrett. I think at this point, I am going to pick Stevie Ray. Ah. Uh. I know, yeah, what you're, I know what you're trying to do. You're predictable, yeah. Leonard. <laughs> yeah. You're trying See, to have a Harlem heat. Yeah. 
I mean, that makes sense. I didn't think you would take Stevie since I had Booker, but oh well. Uh, you know what? I'm going to take an underrated worker who I rather enjoy, Disco Inferno. You can have him. I am going to pick David Flair. You know what? I know every time we do these, there's always like a pariah that you absolutely hate and don't want. And I figured it was going to be David Flair. Nope. <laughs> All right. So, um, this is this 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 leads to something very interesting, which I, think, I don't. Know. I think we know who the pariah is going to be at this point. So I think well, it's it's an odd thing because we're down to the Harris twins and Horace Hogan. So do I want to split the Harris twins, or do I just want to take Horace and let you have the Harris twins? That is where we're at. Uh, you know what? I, I'll do. I'll take Horace Hogan. We are splitting the Harris twins. I think we're just we. we yes, we are. Split, we have to split the Harris twins unless I would have took one, and then you would have took Horace Hogan. Right. Well, that's all right. So we'll so just we, we'll rewind. Yeah. And we'll rewind. This yeah. So, Leonard, it looks like we have to split the Harris twins no matter what. So yes. that's okay. I will then pick Ron Harris. And I guess I'll take Don Harris. Don Harris is the last pick. Yeah. And then, then now you take uh, a valet. I remember what Medasia and Tori Wilson both look like. The other ones, not as vivid in my head. So I'm yeah. going to go with Medasia. Oh, okay. I figured you would take Tori Wilson, but I'll take Tori Wilson. There you go. All right. So let's recap here. If, if I wrote this. So, so what I screwed up on was the fact that I should have took one of the Harris twins, and then you should have took Horace Hogan, and then I could have got both Harris twins. But, hey, we split the Harris twins. What the heck? <laughs> so, Chad has Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, Lex Luger, Stevie Ray, David Flair, Ron Harris, Medeja. I have Sting, Booker T, Jeff Jarrett, Disco Inferno, Horace Hogan, Don Harris, and Tori Wilson. Now, we can place our valet in any match that we want to on our five-match card. So, our five-match card is going to be a hardcore match for the NWO hardcore title, a singles match, a uh, tag team match for the NWO B-team tag titles, what I'm calling them, <laughs> the thing, a, a regular singles match, and then the uh, NWO B B squad title match or whatever you want to say since we had title matches the, on the B team heavyweight title. title. The B team heavyweight title, however you want to call that. All right. Okay, so I get the first placement and we're gonna yep. do the hardcore title first. And you know what? Why not? I'm I'm gonna put Don Harris in, in that opening match. All right. All right. Well <laughs> you're forcing me into a corner here. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Because if I pick who is the obvious choice here, I don't know that either one of us are going to be able to decide who wins. <laughs> and it's a hardcore match. There kind of has to be. There kind of has to be a winner. I have to pick Ron Harris. Okay. So it's Don Harris versus Ron Harris. Okay. So Leonard, I'm assuming that you are steadfast that Don Harris would win this match. Correct. I without question. He was always the better Harris. Well, I am steadfast that Ron Harris is the more hardcore of the Harris twins. 
So okay. the only way to settle this is to input both of these names into our random name generator. And whichever name comes out is going to be the winner automatically. Which I think is the only fair way to do this one because they're so evenly matched. They're the Harris twins after all. Okay. I wonder if they ever wrestled each other. Well, you're going to have to go on faith here, Leonard, because the name that came out was Ron Harris. Okay, okay. I, I trust you 100%. Right. Ron Harris is the NWO hardcore champion at this point. Over his own brother, which totally sounds like something they would have done in late era WCW. Oh, absolutely. Yes. So next up, and you get the first placement here, we have a standard singles match. Okay. I... I'm going to pick Stevie Ray here. Okay. Now, do I go with the obvious choice here? <laughs> well, if you do, there won't be much argument, but... That's true. I'm going to take a quick look at my roster here, decide who I want to put there. Do I want to save, do I want to save uh, uh, Booker T, of course, his brother? Booker T and Stevie Ray had matches, didn't they, when Harlem Heat split? I'm pretty sure that's the Yeah, they, they had have. that. Yeah, Booker T and, and Stevie Ray, if you were to pick Booker T, they did have matches and they had that stupid feud where uh, Ahmed Johnson came in and uh, right. I think there was uh, other people involved as well. I forget all the names off the top of my head, but. Well, you know, what? I'm going to, uh, I'm going to save Booker T. I'm going to make it Horace Hogan, Stevie Ray versus Horace Hogan. I, I would think Stevie Ray's the more seasoned person here. And uh, I think Stevie Ray wins this all day. You know, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give that to you. I, I, you know, I don't think Horace Hogan is as bad as his reputation. Uh, but I think Stevie Ray is actually better than his. Considering how good of a singles Booker T was, Stevie Ray never lived up to that. But I think Stevie Ray was a very serviceable worker. So and I, I totally I'll agree with you on Stevie Ray. Um, I would actually need to go back and watch Horace Hogan's yeah. singles work. You know what? That's an idea for a future spotlight. Horace Hogan? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Let's do let's do let's do Horace Hogan. So next we have the tag team title match. And uh I'm gonna go with man, this is this is I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with my tag team specialist, Booker T and Jeff Jarrett. All right. And you know what? I'm giving them I'm giving them Tory Wilson. Okay. And they get Tory Wilson. All right. Well, so you have Booker T and Jeff Jarrett. Yes, with Tory right. Wilson. Then my tag team is going to be Lex Luger with David Flair. Okay. No manager used here. No manager used here. So Lex Luger and David Flair versus Booker T and Jeff Jarrett. I mean, do I have to make an argument here? Hey, David Flair, how many singles titles did he win in his run in WWE? Uh, I, I don't know. I'd have to look that up. I know I did with the hardcore one a couple times, I think. Well, you know, he what? had the best looking chicks because he had Stacey Keebler and Tori Wilson. All right, Leonard. Well, I, I will have you know that, uh, yes. you know, Lex Luger's record speaks for itself, but uh, yes. David Flair was the United States cha heavyweight champion one time. He was the world tag team champion one time with Crowbar. He was the WCW world tag team championship tournament winner with Crowbar as well. He uh, 
won some NWA titles. So David Flair is legit, but I'm obviously giving you this win. I'm just kind of spouting off details so that we, uh, you know, show the viewers that we know our stuff. Yeah. You know what? And I liked Flair and Crowbar with Daphne. I like that as a tag team. They were entertaining. But the fact that I have two multiple time former world heavyweight champions who have tag team experience and have won tag belts. Yeah. I got to go with that. So I got one. So um, I placed first that time, right? So you get to place first next. It's a standard singles match. All right. Then my standard singles match is going to be Bret Hart. Okay. And so Bret Hart's going to face Disco Inferno. (laughs) Now, here's the only thing I'm going to say. Here's the only thing I'm going to say. You get Bret Hart as he was in the NWO, you get beat the crap out of Goldberg, multiple concussioned, was barely functional Bret Hart. Oh, so wait, I have to get Bret Hart at the end of his career? Not when he first joined the NWO? When did he first join the NWO? Look it up. I, I looked it up before we maybe, came on the air. I thought, I, I thought he joined shortly into his uh, no. run there. No, he joined. He joined uh, around uh, right around uh, 2000. He was the initiator of the, uh, I believe, what was called the NWO 2000, and then Jeff Jarrett took over leadership from Bret Hart. But this was Bret Hart. And he did continue to wrestle after the Goldberg match, which caused him severe injuries. He eventually retired due to those injuries. But this is beat the beat up end of his career multiple i would still say beat up bret hart could beat disco inferno yes i just (laughs) wanted to make the point i just wanted to make the point (laughs) it would be uh it would be a probably not a good match (laughs) yes quick story me and a friend tony wilson shout out to tony wilson Anytime we went to a wrestling show together was an indie show and the main event was buff bagwell versus disco inferno and there was like 30 people there, fat. And Tony and I chant for Disco. And by the end of the match, we had turned Disco face. And Buff Bagwell was very upset with us. He was staring daggers at us for having turned Disco face. Disco seemed to appreciate it. <laughs> so now we have the main event. And we know what, and I figured this is what the main event would be. And it is Sting versus Shawn Michaels and you've yet to use Medasia. I she will be used here. All right. So again, you have them as they exist. So it's Wolfpack thing versus comeback era Shawn Michaels with Medasia. This I'm gonna let you you talk first. You talk first. Convince me. Well, you know, if uh if I'm being honest, if I do think Medeja is the wild card here. Um, Mm -hmm. And because I think this would be a pretty even match. Um, I think it would be a good match too. I I don't know how well their styles would mesh, but I think that Sting was in good enough shape here that this could have been a really competitive, really enjoyable match between two guys that have enough old school and enough modern era, at least at the time, uh, techniques to make a really a good match. Um, it's just a shame we never got to see anything like that, but uh, there it is. 
Um, you know, uh, comeback era Shawn Michaels, especially in this stage, he, you know, did have a lot of good matches under him, a lot of uh, good run. I don't know off the top of my head what accolades Wolfpack Sting had. He, I'm sure he had them. I just don't know off the top of my head what they were. But I simply see Medeja getting in, get interfering here. And uh, I, I see Sean, you know, I see her grabbing Sting's leg. Sean gets the super kick. One, two, three. You know, th- this would have been a, a dream match around 92. Right when Sean became heartbreak kid, had Sherry with him, um, and Sting, you know, right around, I, I would have to look at the timeline to see if prior to the knee injury, Sting would coincide with singles, Sean. Just for, uh, just for flavor, Medeja's yeah. bringing down a mirror that Sean can look into. And even, post though, it's, even though it's NWO, yes, uh, Sean, he, he, he has the uh, the black and white mirror that uh that he that he can look into yes you know he, he, i agree with you that 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 this would still be i think a good match both of these guys this is sort of the edge of where they could still really go like this is the edge of they were still great as opposed to kind of coasting on their reputation right. so i agree with you that this would be very close a good match before we did this, I knew this was going to be the main event because oh, really? if you had if you had taken Sting, I was going to take Shawn Michaels. See, I, was I, was hoping you would take, I was hoping you would take Bret Hart so that we could have <laughs> Bret and Shawn in the main event. But yes, you know that's been done. I would rather <laughs> see this Sting versus Shawn Michaels. And you know what? I'm going to give you the Medeja helps. I'm going to give you that. I think Medeja's underrated as a valet. You know, she worked with Scott Steiner a lot. Um, I think Sean, I think you're going to see a retro Sean. Like, again, this is NWO Sean, but I think you're going to see, a, like, him working a style back when he first turned heel and had Sherry with him. And, of course, he's posing in the mirror and he has all that going on. So by by the skin of his teeth, by the help of Medeja, very much in the way you explained, I'm going to give you the win. And it's only because that wouldn't help me anyway. It would have been three to two, and now it's four to one. So you obliterated me <laughs> this time. And I think what killed me is that you took Stevie Ray. Because if, if I would have had, uh, you know, the, 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 the Harlem Heat and the tag match, then, then if I still would have got Jeff Jarrett, then I could have used Jeff elsewhere. And and that would have gave me three. That would gave me three easy right there. So see, my strategy uh, this time was when I saw you put together that huge tag team, I was like, okay, well, I could either try to match him and we could argue it out, or I could use David Flair and then see what my the singles match, what what would come up there. So I took a gamble and gave you the tag match in hopes that you know, the singles match after that would... Uh, well, well, then the main event would have been Disco Inferno versus Shawn Michaels. Which sounds terrible. That's... <laughs> I think Shawn could have carried him. I think Shawn could have carried him. <laughs> Maybe not to a main event match. That would easily be a good uh, Raw or SmackDown type match. Right, 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 right. Or NWO or uh, WCW Thunder for the, for the period that we're in. Sure. Uh, right, so... Anyway, to close out, I just want to say, as far as the NWO goes, I think this shows 
that what happened here with this stable is oversaturation oh, yeah. and it got too big for its own good. Um, so many people were involved from all over the card and people who, you know, guys like Sting who never would join the NWO during the original run joined here. You know, guys like Bret Hart and Jeff Jarrett, which didn't make any sense. In fact, that Je Jeff Jarrett kind of just took it over and made it his own stable. And, of course, the WWE run. I totally forgot Shawn Michaels is involved in the NWO in so WWE until we, you know, looked up the list of who was all involved. So the original NWO, the core group of guys, I think were fine. But when you get out to this level where we're at here today, you can see because up and down, this is not a great show. This is a horrible <laughs> show. Yeah, no, it's not good. So you've got, so just to recap, we have uh, Ron Harris getting the squeaker win over Don Harris for the hardcore title. We have uh, C.D. Ray beating Horace Hogan in a standard singles match. We have Booker T and Jeff Jarrett with Tori Wilson winning the B-team tag titles over Lex Luger and David Flair. Bret Hart, and again, concussed Bret Hart, barely functional Bret Hart, beating Disco Inferno. And then in the main event, we have Shawn Michaels with Batasia beating Wolfpack Sting. To be fair, so, Bret Hart hadn't wrecked on his bicycle yet and had his stroke or all the... No, that's, that's true. I guess, I guess more functional than later, Bret Hart. But, uh, you know, poor poor Disco. So but, there's, there's a couple things yeah. I, I do yeah. want to add here. Uh, somebody, sure. I saw this comment online that basically uh, the, the NWO was split basically to sell T-shirts. <laughs> And, yeah, uh, and a strong argument can be made that that is certainly the case. And uh, on Jeff Jarrett's podcast, My World, they have joked recently about how he has killed every stable that he's joined, <laughs> which is like he joined the Four Horsemen and then ended shortly after yeah. that. He joined the NWO and it ended shortly after that. Um, and then they mentioned the Bullet Club, too, which I don't know when the Bullet Club ended or not, but uh, he... <laughs> Anyway, it's just funny that Jeff Jarrett is connected to, you know, the final, you know, crawling runs of uh, of some of these these stables. So yes, you know what? Since you mentioned the Bullet Club, which I know is more modern, and I think the Bullet Club still ex exists in some degree. So next time we could do the Bullet Club, or I was thinking we could do uh, the ECW Originals. That's a both both are good ideas. So we'll have yeah, to, uh, yeah. we'll have to talk that out and see which one we decide to do. But that's a suggestion. We also talked about doing Horace Hogan for a spotlight. Yeah. And at some point we also talked about doing the Highlanders for us for a spotlight as well, which I yeah. think might be our next episode, but don't hold me to that. Right. No, so okay. that's what you have to look forward to. Absolutely. Uh, in the next few episodes upcoming. Absolutely. And uh, by all means, go back and check out our NWO Part 1 episode of Unstable Stables, where uh, all the more known names <laughs> are chosen. Ho Hollywood Hogan, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, so on and so forth. So, uh, Louis McCauley. Yeah, but yeah, he was he was obviously the first first pick. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, these, these are fun episodes to do. And uh, yeah, it does show that the NWO just had too many members. And, you know, at, at, at this point, especially the WWE one. I, I realize it didn't go the way they wanted once Hogan stepped in that ring with the rock. Yeah. You know, 
the crowd made its choice and that just kind of changed plans. But you know what? That's the way the business goes sometimes. But to bring Sean and Booker T into it, it was just kind of forcing it, I, I would say. Yeah. Um, but anywho, that is going to be our episode for this week. And next week, we will come back at you with a new episode. Hopefully, Leonard is fully healed by then. Yes. Yes. But the fing- fingers crossed. I'm almost out of it. And hopefully, I will be by the next Fingers Sunday. crossed. Not the finger poke of doom. No. No. Okay, that's something else. Which formed which form the NWO elite, if memory serves. So. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. Make sure to hit the like button on this video and subscribe to our channel. Check us out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And we will see you next week. And Alexa, we'll see you out. <laughs>